Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. And Billy Idol with Baxton Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, the weather. Well, it's like a little bit of ice and a little bit of rain, depending on what elevation you're at, because uh, there is a two-hour delay for the Gateway Regional School District this morning. Because uh, possible ice on top of the mountains. Yeah. There's a uh, winter warning in effect until tonight at 7, apparently. So, But it doesn't seem that way. You well, know, it's... Uh, I got 36 degrees and drizzle. That's what my uh, that's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, it's it's only 5:33. We don't know we don't know what the weather future time machine knows. We'll I'm not even sure. Out. I'm not even sure they know. No, I don't think they know either. A uh, very strong possibility of an open line Friday today. I think uh, there's a hundred percent possibility. That's that's a better chance than snow. That is. It's a wait. Yeah, listen, we're gonna have an open line before Dan Brown tells you it's gonna snow. That's guaranteed. All right, so that's good to know. So there's that and other stuff this morning, too. It's 534 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Credence with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Going to be a mix of snow or something. I don't know what to what to make of this forecast. It's, it's, it's either, depending on where you are, it's going to be icy. And then rainy everywhere else. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a it's a winter warning in effect until seven. But you know, this yeah. the the specifics really yeah. are up for grabs. Thirty eight for a high today. It's thirty seven in downtown Springfield, and uh, I got to push the button. Yes, on the thing over here. Go ahead. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. See, this is going to what's going to make me buy a memoir from Prince Harry. Okay? Okay. In one of about a zillion excerpts from the book that are uh, that he's got this new uh, spare uh, memoir out. Yeah. Uh, these things are cluttering up the internet, these excerpts, and Harry claims he was in that delicate condition during his brother Prince William's wedding to Kate Middleton, where he had a frostbitten penis. I'm sorry? Yes, he got frostbite on several body parts after an expedition to the North Pole in March of 2011. North Pole. <laughs> this sounds more like the South Pole, if you he, ask me. He says, quote, Paul was very interested and sympathetic about the discomfort of my frost-nipped ears and cheeks. While the ears and cheeks were already healing, the old Todger wasn't. <laughs> it was becoming more of an issue by the day. You know, uh, I found myself with all kinds of medical calamities over the, uh, the course of my many years. Yeah. I've never... Had my penis frostbitten. Yeah. It's like one of those things I don't really expose to the elements. Usually I put one of those hand warmers down there. Smart idea. On the outside of the underwear. You don't want to get it burned. Yeah, you don't want that either. Uh, Tom Hanks is already a lock to be remembered as one of the greatest actors of all time. Don't you agree? I've seen Joe in the... uh, volcano enough times to know that is absolutely true but he doesn't always see himself that way in fact he can't even watch some of his own movies including the big hits he says quote uh i see the falsehood in them i see the loss i see that one time oh man i missed that opportunity it's because after it was done i realized i didn't go far enough i didn't go to that place i could have gone but rubbing your bloody hand on a on a volleyball and making it your friend that was going pretty far 
He was so good in, uh, what was it? Was it Bachelor Party? Yeah, Bachelor Party. That, that was, was a good one. Yeah. That was a good, good movie. Splash. Yeah, well, I know you're not a big fan of that, but got to tell you, that whole thing with the Bachelor Party was bananas. He adds, quote, was it because I was satisfied with what I had? Was it because I wasn't uh, up enough on the text? Was it because I didn't have enough of those ideas in my pocket? Or, you know, was it because I was late in the day and we had to rush oh. the, sh- the scene? Like, he's questioning his whole how, entire career. How many rhetorical questions can a man ask himself all at once? I don't know. How many can he ask himself all at once? Apparently more than enough. I guess not. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, I don't particularly care listening to my own voice. Imagine how the audience feels. I know. But do you don't don't you feel uncomfortable listening to the things that you've done? It depends what period of time you're talking about. Well, even like every day. Well, like right now I'm feeling all right about it, but if you had asked me say 6 or 7 months ago, Okay, well that's that. It's a different answer. You know what? That that didn't even happen. That that was a <laughs> okay, Steve. You just believe what you want to believe. Um, I'm just saying, like I can't listen to my own uh, air checks. Uh, for those of you that don't know what an air check is, an air check is proof of things you've said on the radio. Yeah, and uh, you never want to go back and listen. Which is pretty much all the time. Yes, I never want to go back. Yet we're the most popular podcast around. How do you how do you figure that one? Out? I don't know. I don't know. The uh, movie 80 for Brady, starring Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field, will have a song on the soundtrack sung by Dolly Parton, Debbie Harry, Cindy Lauper, Gloria Estefan, and Belinda Carlisle. Shut the front door. That's a star-studded event right there. It's a menopausal mayhem is what that's, that movie's going to be. Uh, what is the movie about? It's about, uh, about 90 minutes long, and uh, I think it's about a bunch of old ladies who... Like Tom Brady, it it like Patriots era Tom Brady. Oh, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, hot old ladies for Tom Brady. Yeah, there's, always, there's an audience for something. Uh, BTS's label is also ask, or I'm sorry, BTS's label is asking fans to refrain from sending Jin gifts or letters while he's serving in the military. I guess one of the members of BTS is in the military. Okay. Uh, instead, they want uh, fans to send messages on the Weverse app using a special hashtag. I don't even know that app. I like asking somebody to do so much. Just keep sending into his uh, social media. Listen, I wouldn't want people to jump through hoops just to get in touch with me. Yeah. One, I'm, I'm not that interesting. And then two, you know, I don't want you to have to go through extra work. No, I don't want to have no. extra work God, at all. What the hell? Blake Shelton. Oh, yeah! Revealed that Jimmy Buffett helped write the theme song for his USA Network game show, Barmageddon. Blake said, quote, I figured Jimmy can pull this off if anybody can. It really is just a good, fun song. Get stuck in your head. I just need a song written by a guy who sucks, who people will listen to simply because his name is Jimmy Buffett. Hey, I mean, I suck, and people listen to my music all the time. It's like we got the same parallel lives. This is... Working together simultaneously. So weird. It's all gonna be more country music. Uh, Noah Schnapp from uh, Stranger Things... Yeah? ...has officially come out of the closet. Uh, uh, everyone kind of knew he was hiding it. 
Now, uh, he posted a TikTok video lip syncing to an audio clip that said, quote, You know what? It never was that serious. It was never that serious. Quite frankly, we'll never be that serious. He also wrote over the video, When I finally told my friends and family I was gay after being scared in the closet for 18 years, and all they said was, We know. That's usually how it works. Yeah. But no, you rarely ever see You are? What? I thought you were on your way to having a career as a lumberjack. I thought you were going to say you're actually a good actor. Come on. Then we all would have questioned you. Kid's a decent actor. Yeah, but nobody cares. See, this is insane. No, nobody's paying attention to the sexuality part, or should they? But they're paying attention to how he acts. Well, because in the show, he's just a young boy. I mean, that's right. like, let's, and it has nothing to do with his, uh, you know, his his, uh, his sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. It's about he's on, you know, on that's, the under on underneath with the with the monsters and stuff. That's what I'm getting at. It's creepy. Uh, Kim Kardashian uh, had that uh, viral holiday uh, TikTok. Yes. Keeps going viral. Really? Mm-hmm. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had anything that went viral was when Ray J unleashed the Miami heat, and I got a pace, case of panty crickets in that sex tape you can purchase on Uporn <laughs> for thirty nine ninety five. Easy you ever, for you to say. Did you ever have some of the Miami heat? No, not the, I'm not a ticket holder. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once pounded Coco Channel. <laughs> I put her in the Co- grease. Coco Chanel? Coco Channel. Oh, okay. No, it's Coco <laughs> Channel. <laughs> For this bit, it's Coco Channel. Okay, understood. Yeah. yeah. I put her in the greasy slime light. <laughs> what are you you see where I'm going with no, the play on I, words I, here? I know where you're going. What are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I put doo-doo butter for the taint pool. <laughs> She was sweating like a mouse in a tam. Oh, I'm sorry. Sweating like a white mouse in a tampon factory. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you know, you might get boxed up every Yeah, time. right, yeah. And that's yeah. your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a mix of rain and ice, depending on what elevation you're at around the Pioneer Valley, and a high of 38 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 37 and rainy right now in downtown Springfield. I should probably tell you that uh, yeah, that weather was brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm. Oh, yes, yes. Good. I meant to say that. Yeah, I know you meant to say it, and I kind of meant to say it before, too, and I didn't. So I, I was going to say it, and then you just stole the words right out of my mouth. I wasn't trying to be, uh, you know, you know, you know jumping, uh, you know, on your platform here. I just, you know, no, want to make sure that it was said. Platform, uh, you can share the platform. Well, I know. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to encroach on anything here. That's don't, don't think, I think that's uh, my job to do. Speaking of platforms, yesterday I'm on the Mass Pike and I see I'm going uh, to Westfield. Yeah. And I see, uh, I think it was like a Westfield funeral home, you know, uh, hearse. And then in front of that was like a like the Cadillac. You know how they have like the the car that doesn't carry the the, the casket, but has yeah. like you know they, carries a family. It looked like it looked like it had been empty, like like they had just come from someplace. But the back of the car had like this platform thing on it. What is that? Where they put the flowers and all that stuff? Is that what they do? <sighs> yeah, they uh, they typically that's typically where they put uh, they put everything. It's it, it is a vehicle with like a. Like a pla- it almost looks like a like a like a souped up El Camino a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A, that's yeah. what I was thinking when I was driving. It had like a it was like a giant spoiler on the back. You know, like just waving in the wind. Well, nothing spoils anything like a funeral. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's just a fact. 
Uh, I'm reading this story out of Connecticut this morning. A state police charged a 21-year-old man with arson on Wednesday for allegedly lighting the Southbury Training School on fire in December. On December 17th, the Southbury Fire Department responded to the scene of a working structure fire on Village Road. Fire crews reported the building sustained catastrophic damage to the structure as the roof and walls collapsed into the basement. Fire officials requested assistance from three other departments to help get that fire under control. Crews said that no one was injured in the blaze. The Connecticut State Police Fire and Explosion Investigation Unit were called to the scene to investigate the origin and cause of the fire. Investigators determined that the fire was intentionally set by a person. Gulakad allegedly posted a video of this guy. I don't know how they they just jump into the guy's name. Gregory Gulick. Okay. Uh, had allegedly posted a video of himself on top of the Southbury buildings on December 17th before the fire began. Police conducted several interviews relating to Gulick's alleged involvement with the fire. A co-worker of Gulick's told state police that when asked how his weekend was, he said he spent time with friends and burned down a house. <laughs> It's like weekend news coming into kindergarten again. Yeah. Okay, kids, what'd you have on in your weekend? Well, my friends got together and uh, we spent some time and uh, then we burned down a house. Okay. Next. You know, uh, the, the thing is, most people who would hear that would just assume, well, he's just, uh, he's just you know, yanking my chain. I'm sure he didn't burn anything. He ain't, uh, no, he's burning. Yeah, but you, but, you, yeah. You, but you know how it would be. Let's say, say like, yeah, you know, right. Pat Kelly came in here and says, hey, Pat, how was your weekend? Uh, no, just burned a couple of structures down to the ground. Yeah, but... Th- you but wouldn't believe it. That would be the metaphor of, like, oh, I had a good time this weekend. Yeah, because... Burned this place down to the ground. Because he speaks in metaphors. He does. Yes, all the time. All the time. Uh, according... Uh, so when the co-worker questioned him further about his statement, Gulick allegedly said he burned down a condemned house and that no one was living in. He allegedly told his co-worker he went to the gas station and bought 10 to 15 gallons of gas he later used to start the fire. That's a lot of gas, man. Yeah, no kidding. You only need really uh, half a gallon. <laughs> you, you don't even need that. You, you just, there's a way to well, start a fire in a much more cost-effective uh, listen, way. You're in, you're in Connecticut. I mean, even the gas prices in Connecticut in December were probably 350 to $4, depending yeah. on where you are, and you're buying super premium, then you're well over $5. Yeah, but there are cheaper accelerants out there. You could probably go anywhere to get one. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> anyway, according to... Uh, <laughs> Police, Gulick told several other people that he'd started the fire. He wanted everybody to know. Yeah. Hey, guess what I did over the weekend? I burned a house down. <laughs> Police said in their conversations, Gulick admitted to burning down a home, but kept changing the location of where the fire occurred. Well, because he didn't want to seem like he was admitting to a crime. Yeah, but like how many how many structures burned down over the weekend? Uh, 10, 12, <laughs> sometimes yeah, more. But, but they're obviously going to narrow it down. Two females from New Milford were allegedly with Gulick at the Southbury Training School property when he started the fire. Their identities have not yet been released by police. A witness who was traveling near the area of the Southbury Training School pulled into the parking lot as she saw flames. She saw three people sitting inside of a black car and took down the license plate as she thought the people were acting suspiciously. The woman said the man approached her car and asked her to move. On Wednesday, state police arrived at Gulick's home and conducted a search of the residence after collecting evidence that pointed Gulick as a suspect. Police found clothing that Gulick was thought to be wearing when he took the photographs at the property, which were then seized by police. Because they were soaked in gasoline. Yeah. 
Police uh, brought the clothing to be sniffed by an accelerative detector-rated police canine. That's the first time I've ever heard of that one. Yeah, no kidding. Accelerative detector-rated police canine. It's probably not that hard to train a dog to do that. Rex. His name is Rex. (laughs) The canine responded uh, positively to three pieces of clothing. When uh, questioned by police, Gulick uh, admitted to starting the fire because he wanted to do something to honor his friend who died of an overdose. Good choice. Gulick stated he wanted to kill two birds with one stone. (laughs) As his friend had been a pyromaniac and was interested in haunted houses. So, hey, he was a pyromaniac. He died. I'm honoring him by burning down a building. In his name. Is there any more respectful way of honoring a lost friend? Well, think about it. Uh, you get jealous of all the rich people having parks and buildings named after them. Nobody cares about your friend. Yeah. So why not, uh, you know, make him honorable? Yeah. No, a respectful effigy. He was charged with criminal trespassing in the third degree, you know, arson in the third degree, and a conspiracy to commit criminal mischief in the first degree. State police say the fire remains under investigation. They are expecting to make more arrests. But uh, I just like, uh, hey, what'd you do over the weekend? <laughs> oh, you know, I, uh, I uh, mowed the lawn, I uh, shoveled some snow, burned a house down. Yeah, burned a house down. <laughs> and I say, uh, I say, shovel some snow and mow the lawn because it is New England, and we don't know what the weather's going to be like. Right. But uh, yeah, it just so nonchalantly, I burned a house down this oh, weekend. Okay. Well, I. Uh... I stayed in. I did nothing this weekend. Yeah, I just sat on the couch all day. Uh, you know what? I played couch hot potato. <laughs> but here you are coming to work showing off. That, yeah. Oh, I burned a building down. Yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to come in here, like you said, one of the employees <laughs> to tell us they did something weird over the weekend. And yet we wouldn't believe them. That's the thing. Well, no, if Pat Kelly came in here and said, I burned a bunch of bridges over the weekend, I would totally believe well, that. Well, that, again, yeah. another metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, exactly. you, oh, yeah, well, you burn bridges every day. That's <laughs> how you do it around here. It's 621 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Aware Recovery Care is here. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 626. And the James Gang with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Icy and rainy this morning, depending on where you are uh, elevation-wise around the area. 38 for a high. It's 37 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, We are going to get to an open line Friday today, one way or another, probably after 8 o'clock. So make sure you are listening for that. Yes. All right? Open line Friday. to, To me, that's like the best day of the week. You know what we should do on Monday? What? Bring back the joke of the day. Well, you're, bringing, you're, you're talking like we have uh, haven't discussed this before. Should we maybe have uh, workshopped this? I mean, uh, are you going to, are you going to be the one to tell jokes, or you're not going to be relying on me to do it, right? I'll tell a joke. Thank God. Yeah. And then uh, you just push the button over there when I say something funny, and then you push that workshop sure. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could we uh, try uh, – I, I, we haven't done this in a long time. We haven't done the joke in a long, long time. Can we try to focus on jokes that are funny? Why start now? <laughs> sure. If that oh, makes good. you happy, yeah, we can try. Yeah, no, that would make me happy. Mm. It's 627. We got news next. A rock. 630. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. You're welcome, Steve. Uh, I guess this winter weather alert is, uh, where is it now? Where did it go? I don't know, but it's powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. There you go. Uh, Mass DOT is advising travelers to plan ahead 
for the weather today into Friday. And, well, into that was yesterday's story into Friday. All right, well, then just say Friday. Well, today. 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 <clears throat> the storm is expected to travel from New York through Massachusetts and the impact Friday morning commute in the central mass in eastern parts of the state Friday morning. So which means we're kind of on the cusp. We might not really get much of anything. But they did delay some of the local schools around here. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at my watch, which shows the weather. Uh, yeah, and it says here uh, 36 degrees. 36 degrees and drizzle. So, yeah, no snow right now. And my guess is we're not going to get very much anyway. No, not at all. I I would say zero. Yeah, but but you know we're not we're not weather guys. Here's a uh, here's some hard hitting news from uh, Western Mass News. Ready. Crews responded to a scene in the area of Cabot Street in Holyoke Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Detail remains unknown at this time. However, when Western Mass News crews arrived on the scene, they saw what appeared to be an accident reconstruction. Western Mass News has reached out to Holyoke Police for the latest information. We'll provide you with the latest updates as they're made available. That was at 11 o'clock last night. Jesus, how is this even news? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, news has... There's a, in order for something to be news, the requirement should be something has gone on and you're going to tell us about it. They saw what appeared to be an accident reconstruction. What does that mean? Yeah. They were trying to ram cars into each other down the street? It could have been a training exercise. Did you ask anybody why you were there? I highly doubt there was a training exercise going on at 11 o'clock at night. But you'd think you would have... One of those people who were your witnesses to what was going on go, hey, what's going on here? That's all you got to say. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's not a late night training exercise, but it just the, the, the point is they're making news out of nothing, nothing at, at all. all. Out of nothing, nothing at all. Out of nothing at all. Making news out of nothing, nothing at, at all. all. It is kind of, you know, you're right. It's You know what this is? This is filling time. This is filling time. Hey, yeah, we saw the lights over in Holyoke. Here's a picture of it. We don't know what's going on. You know what's hilarious? Because I've been noticing this about uh, about the uh, the local news channels. So now when, like, a reporter is doing, like, a, like a stand-up piece mm-hmm. or even a... Or even something in in the studio. Yeah. Uh, they they'll have their name, and then uh, at the bottom of the screen, the Chiron will say, "Journalist, journalist, journalist." Yeah. Like you know, I'm Fred Johnson, journalist. Wouldn't a journalist, yeah. <laughs> an actual news gathering journalist, have a little bit more information before they report news out of nothing at all? I'm yes, they would. I'm. Fr- I'm- Fred Garvin. <laughs> I'm Fred Garvin, male journalist. Well, at least he grew out of being a male prostitute. Well, he went from career to career. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, May- Springfield Mayor Dom Dom has been advocating for bail reform for several years and is starting uh, 2023 with a request for the legislature. Sarno sent a letter to the Thursday to State Representative Angelo Pupolo Jr. requesting him to refile the bail reform legislation. Pupolo is also an advocate of the effort and has been filing the bail reform legislation, an act relative to the Commonwealth's right to appeal bail decisions since 2015. 
The original legislation was introduced as a result of repeat violent criminal offenders being let off at at arraignments with low bail and returning to communities to commit more crimes. The bill would allow prosecutors to appeal bail decisions, much like criminal attorneys do for their clients. Opponents say the proposed law would give prosecutors too much power and keep people in jail for long terms before a trial, especially low-income persons who can't make bail. Proponents said the uh, bill would target violent offenders involved and charged with guns, drugs, and other violent crimes. Sarno states, I want to thank State Rep. Angelo Pupolo for his continued efforts and leadership in refiling this much-needed common-sense public safety and quality-of-life legislation. The intent of this legislation is to give our Commonwealth and District Attorneys equal footing when addressing violent repeat criminal offenders as it relates to the ability of appealing bail sit in district court. Too often, too, too often, Mm -hmm. we see repeat criminal violent offenders involved and charged with guns, drugs, and other violent crimes back on the streets and in our community on low or no bail. They have little to no regard of the conditions in which they are released. GPS ankle bracelet, probation, none of these conditions of their release seems to deter these repeat violent criminal offenders. Bada bing, bada boom, God bless, God damn, I don't know. So here's the thing. I think uh, many of us agree with the the concept of this. So you don't get the repeat offenders, you know, back on the street. I think we can, uh, you know, that does make some sense. But this is not the first time this sort of bill has been proposed and it won't be either the first or the last time it gets shot down there's something that uh doesn't have a there's something going on that suggests that people don't really have the stomach to pass something like this and i'd like an explanation as to why i because i don't understand it i know you can you can have a dangerousness hearing uh for somebody that you know may you know, keep them in for a little bit longer. But you got a lot of people coming back out and committing the same kind of crimes that got them arrested in the first well, place. Well, because it 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 comes down to um, it comes down to a class system kind of thing. It, basically, what they're saying. Let's say a guy from Longmeadow, really rich guy from Longmeadow. Yeah. Like beats the crap out of somebody is in the you know commits serious assault. Bail is set at. Uh, $20,000. He's got no problem coming up with the twenty grand. Same guy down in, uh, let's say, uh, somewhere in Springfield where there's not, uh, he doesn't have a lot of money, right? Yeah. He commits the same crime. He can't get out at all because he doesn't have the money to put up to do that. What's the difference of letting the guy out because he had the money to do so versus the guy that didn't? Well, that's that's like a separate issue. That's 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 totally different. I mean, there either the guy from Longmeadow or the guy from it. Springfield could get a public defender. That's kind of part of this. I don't know how much a part of this it, it is. I mean, if you have someone who has committed a violent crime, regardless of their cultural background, and they're released to commit the same violent crime all over again, then to me, that's what really is at, at uh, you know, the argument here. So if the guy put up the money and then still goes out and, and commits an assault again, yeah, what do you do in that situation? Well, again, it, you know, it, the, the bail is set by by the court. You know, I mean, if a guy has the... <laughs> is, is, if a guy has the, the threat of reoffending, if he's gone back multiple times for the same thing, he doesn't just walk out because he has the ability to pay for a lawyer. You know, it really should be about the discretion of a judge saying, listen, 
you beat your family with a weapon or you, you beat an innocent person on the street with a weapon, you're going to spend a little bit of time in jail unless you can come up with this bail. And you know what? To me, it's just like if bail is only set to ensure that you'll show up to court, I'm not so sure that that really resolves why there are so many repeat offenders out on the street at all or ever will. But there's this there's a lack of stomach to change it. So I just like the I would just like to hear the 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 official argument against it because I just don't get it. You know what? I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion about it other than the fact that, uh, you know, you can see the difference in the discrepancy of who gets to pay what yeah. uh, for certain crimes. But how are you going to predict that somebody's not going to commit another crime when you put them out on when you when you put them out on bail? Well, you can't. But if someone has proven themselves to be incapable of behaving themselves and they keep going back in and there's and and. and you know, then then there's got to be some sort of recourse. You can't just open the door back up and say, okay, good luck. Hope we don't see you again. And all of a sudden, there's a problem again. You know, this would have never happened back in my day. <clears throat> Dude, it's happening during your day. You know, as <laughs> soon as I was born, I drove my mother home from the hospital. <laughs> I, I don't even mow my lawn. I dare it to grow. <laughs> Remember that uh, that meathead, that Alexander Graham Bell? Yes. He invents the telephone. He had two missed calls from Maya Domda. <laughs> I totally believe it. Well, hey, you know, I, we like we like messing around with the uh, with Dom, you know, and he likes it too. He does. He loves it. Uh, let's see. Uh, two suspects were caught on surveillance footage outside of a business in California just after midnight on Monday. You can see them pouring gasoline everywhere around outside the building. But they were too haphazard when it came to lighting it because the blaze immediately shot up and caught them on fire as well. Damn. You can actually see the flames on the clothing of both of the arsonists, but instead of doing the stop, drop, and roll thing, they just ran off while on fire. That's not a good thing to do. You need to put that out. Firefighters came and put it out, but the building was badly damaged. The two arsonists are still on the loose, and it's unclear how badly hurt they were. The police released video in the hopes that they, they could be identified. You, know, you see these two idiots uh, lighting themselves on fire and then uh, running away. You have to imagine you got burned, and you need to go get medical treatment somewhere. Yes. That's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for these two idiots to show up at a doctor's office. Hey, how'd you get burned? Um. Oh, what am I? My uh, my vape battery exploded. <laughs> oh, really? Now is he still sitting in the waiting room, still smoldering? Yes, that's yeah, it's yeah, kind of like a right. little Bugs Bunny cartoon kind of thing. But I don't know. That's all I got for the news this hour. That's How about fine. That? It's it, you know, it's the end of the week. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is uh, going to be rainy and in in some cases icy, depending on uh, what elevation you're at around the Pioneer Valley. 38 for a high today. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 649. 
And Van Halen with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of rain and ice, depending on where you are throughout the Pioneer Valley today. High of 38. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 bringing you uh, Patriot football all season long. This weekend is the final regular season game. They'll be playing uh, the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The pregame begins at 10. Kickoff scheduled for 1, even though Buffalo will not be uh, playing uh, the Bengals. They're not uh, just calling that a no contest. They will be hosting the Patriots this weekend. Join Bob Soshi and Scott Zolak as they bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. I love the, the Bengals with uh, Manic Monday and Eternal Flame. Yeah, I always thought Susanna Hoffs was uh, a she was beautiful very, woman. very, very beautiful. Still looks great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Still, still looks terrific. She must be in her 60s now, right? Ooh, she's probably like 60. Yeah. 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 Looks terrific. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's the Bengals. Steve, not the Bengals. Bengals are like tigers. Well, uh, they were a bunch of cougars. Oh, they, they were. Ain't that the truth? Uh, we will have uh, we will have open line Friday after eight o'clock mm-hmm. uh, today. So what that's we, a, something are, to think about. What are we going to do after seven? Well, you, you know, the thing about this is, so tomorrow is uh, you know the weekend edition, the Bax and Nagel weekend edition. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to win the uh, the Mega Millions tonight. Uh, I'm not so sure I'm going to show up tomorrow. I'm just going to warn you now. I just, uh, I'm not so sure I'm going to make it in. Uh, let's see. What are we up to now for the Mega Millions? Nine hundred and something. Nine hundred and forty million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yes, it is. Nine, uh, I could do nine forty. I have thirty. I could take two. Well, I mean, the cash value would be like four hundred eighty-three point five million. I could live off that. But I also have to pick and choose, and maybe we can talk about this later. I have to pick and choose what people in my life will benefit from me winning the lottery. Like, who do I pick? You know, I mean, I suppose I could, you know, put, you know, trust funds for my children. Yeah. You know, maybe make sure that my parents are well cared for as they uh, as they age. But as far as everybody else is concerned, you know, it's... Uh, I'm going to well, need like, to see some, you know, real effort on your part to listen, get on my good side. This is how you could help me. I don't even want any money from you. I want none of it. Well, that's good to know. You'll be retired immediately. Yeah. Because I don't know why you would stay. In the <laughs> I, I, I no reason at all to stick and, around. And that would free up some money so I could get a producer. And then everything will be happy. Because usually yeah. people have to leave around here for money to be freed up. Oh yeah, but yeah. but it but it takes more than just one person. Mm. It, it, requires, yeah, yeah, it requires it requires a whole several a whole swath people. of them. So that's the best gift you could give to me. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'll can uh, I'll consider that. I mean, actually, that that wouldn't be me giving you anything, really. No, that would actually be giving me something. That's just like collateral, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, collateral things, uh, you know, happening. You know, just like. If, it, Listen, it wouldn't be me actually offering you anything. Here's what would happen if you won a, p- a prize jackpot like that. Yes. I wouldn't expect anything from you because that's your money and you won it fair and square. Sure. And you're going to have enough problems dealing with all the people that want a piece of that pie uh, right in your own backyard. Oh, yeah. You don't need me chiming in. Oh, and they'll all come out. They'll all come of out of the woodwork. Of course they will. And I'll be, uh, I'll be angry and 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 be like, damn it! Why did it have to happen to him? And why couldn't it have happened to me? And I'll do yeah. that for about a week or so, and then I'll let it go, and we'll continue with uh, 
Nagel in the morning by himself. All by himself. I think you're perfectly capable of doing it, Steve. I, I have 100% confidence that uh, this but, place will not sink. Again, I'll have a producer. <laughs> That's what you think. Are you telling me we can't free up enough money to hire somebody for $7 an hour? <laughs> well, there's no getting around that yeah, minimum wage, Steve. Yeah, well, uh, so you'd have to think of almost twice that. Well, but, hey. uh, yeah, I mean that would be uh, that would be great if uh, if if my gain could result in you getting a a producer. I've just heard too many horror stories about people who win those lotteries and then like their life just falls apart yeah. because money is essentially uh, the kill, I, the murderer. Yeah, it no, murders I all the relationships. I I understand it can spoil a person's life. I I, I you know I've heard the same stories too. But I often ask myself, well, what were they doing before they won? You know, what happened before they went to that convenience store and grabbed a bunch of quick picks? I mean, were they really kind of in a, in a good mindset to accept all that money? Or were their lives falling apart before any of this happened? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure your life is falling apart when you when you go buy a ticket like that. And um, But I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like my life is falling apart. You know, I feel like it's, uh, you know, for the most part, it's going okay. Yeah. A couple things here and there I'd like to, you know, uh, improve upon. But for the most part, uh, yeah, everything is pretty good. I think I'm in a good position to take $940 million and turn it into a lifetime of joy and happiness. What, you know, here's the thing is you got to, like, put it away. You got you can't go crazy. Spe- you spend, you, you take a portion of it. Yeah. And you say, all right, I'm going to take, uh, let's say I'll take a million dollars and I'll go travel as much as i can with the million dollars but that's it yeah that's it the rest of it goes into investments uh you find some charities that can benefit from that uh, at some point you know like you, you set up uh one of those uh roth ira things yeah, yeah, right uh for like a charitable organization that way they keep making money over year after year sure so uh yeah you you could do it that way and then uh, the rest uh goes to your pet like well, we talked about those pets yesterday they got 40 million dollars for- i'm not the kind of guy that's going to go hog wild you know mm-hmm. i'm just i'm i'm i mean i'll throw like a small party of uh, very close people but that's that it, it won't be it won't be that elaborate mm. Um, but, uh, you know, to, to, and even like the idea of traveling, you know, on paper, that sounds pretty good, but after like two or three trips, I'm like, Oh my God, enough with the traveling. Well, this is two uh, or three trips and I'll, that'll be out of my system. Here's uh here's what we can look at, uh, coming up after seven o'clock. There's a website called this is why I'm broke.com. Okay. And all the things you could buy. With that nine hundred and whatever million dollar uh, nine hundred and forty nine hundred and forty million dollar jackpot for the mega millions. All right, All good right. enough. That's coming up in just a few minutes. It's six fifty seven with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. New England Patriots for now. Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Power Tool Headquarters, Milwaukee, Dewalt, Craftsman, Rocky's Power Tool Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? I don't know if you are fully aware of this. But as the Boston Bruins were busy spanking the L.A. Kings last night 5-2, improving their record to an unthinkable league best of 30 wins and 4 losses, it was reported that la- last night that the Bruins are a very good professional hockey team. Like, very good. Exceedingly good. Like, nobody has been this good in a substantial period of time kind of good. Like, if you were, st- were going to predict that the Bruins would have been this good 
prior to the start of the season that they would accumulate 30 wins by the first week of January, most people would have thought that you were some sort of blithering idiot. And yet, it's the first week of January. The Bruins have won 30 games, six wins better than the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are in second place in the Eastern Conference so far, far, far behind the Bruins, who continue to crush teams into oblivion. In fact, it's now at the point where this level of total domination has reached historical proportions. Get a load of this. The Bruins are only the third team in history to chalk up 30 wins in 38 games or less. The last time that happened was in 1945 when the Montreal Canadiens managed a record of 30 wins and five losses. Before that, it was the 1929 Bruins who went 30 wins, four losses, and a tie. Folks, in 1945, my parents were still in the midst of potty training. 78 years later, they're almost at the age where they have to start learning it all over again. For 78 years, no one has come close to what the Bruins have done this season. Granted, there are 48 games left to go in this year's schedule, and yes, any number of horrific catastrophes could happen between now and the Stanley Cup Finals, but man, what a ride these Bruins are taking us on. Even if you're not a huge fan of hockey, you have to respect the bejesus out of a team this dominating, because what they're doing right now is nothing short of incredible. But it starts to fall apart tomorrow night when they're in San Jose, then you didn't hear any of this from me. But hey, never mind, Yappin Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Maybe the best deal you'll ever get on a DeWalt Max compact drill impact driver kit. 150 bucks at Rocky's. Usually 230, you're saving 80 bucks. You get the drill driver, impact driver, two batteries with a charger and a carrying bag, all for 150. Going on right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Molly Crew with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it makes the ice and rain this morning uh, in the higher elevations more so the ice and a uh, high of 38 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Tonight is the Mega Millions jackpot drawing. Uh, it is expected that the jackpot will be around $940 million. The cash value of that is $483.5 million. If you just take, take it all in one big lump sum, that's what they'll, uh, that's what they'll give you. Um, as we were just talking about, you know, tomorrow is the, uh, is, uh, the Bax and Nagel weekend edition. Yeah. When I win tonight, uh, there's a very good possibility I'm not showing up tomorrow. Okay. So just, you know, if, you'd have to listen to be sure that I didn't win. But pretty good chance that if I win, when I win, that uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be calling out maybe for a very good long period of time. Yeah, what are you going to do with all that money, though? Are you going to buy some stuff with it? You know, Steve, I'm not a, I'm not a you're going to find this hard to imagine. I'm not really a materialistic guy. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. I mean, I got I got some things, but I don't have a wide array of things. I mean, I'm driving around in an old used vehicle. You know, I got the I got my record collection. I got my drums. Got some. Uh, just bought some extra tube socks and some underpants. That's really all I need. Yeah, but and that's really all I have. Don't you want a Project Valkyrie super yacht? Well, I mean, I could see the value of owning one. Yeah. But if the cash value of the jackpot is $483 million and the yacht that you're talking about uh, is $800 million, uh-huh. 
then I will be on the hook to make regular right. monthly okay. installments. All right, what about the Octopus Super Yacht? That's only $324 million. Um, yeah, that seems a little bit more reasonable. But I'm also looking at some of the... Uh, like the the properties, like the the houses that are uh, that are out there. Uh, you want Pierce Brosnan's Malibu Beach Home? That's only a hundred million dollars. How did Pierce Brosnan come up with a hundred million dollars to buy that junky dump? Double O seven money, Barla. Come that's on, how you do it? You're telling me that that's that he's from that, and uh, and Remington Steel. Well, he's know, got a, he's packing a hundred million dollars. Here's the other thing you got to remember about a lot of these folks is you don't know where they came from, what money they came from, what money, you know what I mean? Like what mm-hmm. money they already had. And uh, he might be a really good investment guy. Yeah, Maybe I he invested know. a lot of, I mean, you think about it, you probably got, you know, a significant amount of money for doing those series of films. I suppose, but I mean, it's, it didn't even tell you what the, what the square footage is of that house. It's five beds, nine bathrooms. I could cause a lot of damage in nine bathrooms. Do you really need to know the square footage when you have five bedroom? What did you say? Five bedrooms, nine, nine baths. bathrooms. No. Yeah, I mean, I want to. I want a little bit of elbow room. You know what I mean? You know, like the Mark Wahlberg L.A. estate. That's uh, being listed as six point two acres. So that's the square footage really doesn't make a difference anymore. But you know, I'm looking at the, the Mark. So we're on a website called uh, This Is Why I'm Broke dot com, and it's got all these things that you can buy. Uh, and their cash value. Like, I could buy the Playboy Mansion. Okay, what is that? Outside Chicago? Yep. All right, I'm checking that out right now. All right, so it's for sale. And, uh, you know, it's a been a single occupied owner for all this time. Did you but say it's outside of Chicago? Yeah, isn't that where the, uh, the Playboy the, Mansion is? The Playboy Mansion was in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, yeah, yeah, yeah. How I think, did you not know that? Because I think the magazine was published in, in Chicago. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So he's in Beverly Hills. But that's a dump. Yeah. You know, that's well, you know that's that's nothing compared to, like, uh, yeah, Pierce. I, to, to me, there's a house here called the uh, the world's most expensive home at $250 million. That's in Bel Air. 12 bedrooms. Lots of room to move. You know, you've got plenty of elbow room. Pretty sure it's got everything I... I could pot. It's got a pool. It's got uh, a waterfall grotto, like a you know, all kinds of deck chairs and a and a lawn on the roof. Oh, I like that. I the like lawn on the roof. I would love to be able to mow my roof. How do you get? A, how do you get the mower up there, though? You got an upstairs mower. <laughs> you get the upstairs got, mower you, versus you, the downstairs mower. That's exactly right. You probably have a shed somewhere where you got the uh the like the a john deere lawn tractor Mm -hmm. you put it right there in the roof you give it a clip every couple of days or you hire somebody to do it you're going to be in a 250 million dollar house you're going to hire someone to cut your lawn yeah that's true but i'm like yeah most of these uh these high price items because you filtered it by like highest priced item to lowest these are and the goonies house is 16 million dollars yeah, that's not the. Uh, you know, honestly, why would you pay sixteen million dollars for a house that it doesn't even have really any amenities? Would to you? It? Would you say? Would you tell all your friends? Well, you, I bought this house because uh, my favorite movie, uh, The Goonies, was filmed here. Yeah, no. I would never do that. Uh, oh, Millennium Falcon Theater House. I kind of like the looks of that one. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Cat Von D Mansion, Al Capone's Mansion. 
Michael Jordan estate. I bet that's worth a few bucks. $14 million. That's not that bad. Now, look at this. <clears throat> For $25 million, and again, you're shaving that off the top of a $940 million Mega Millions jackpot. For $25 million, I could buy a completely uh, intact T-Rex skeleton for the house. Ooh. You imagine that? You walk in, you, you, you have, you're having a few friends over for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, you're right there in the, uh, in the foyer of your house, a full T-Rex skeleton. What a conversation piece. Well, it's a T-Rex. Everyone would say, hey, is that a T-Rex skeleton? And you'd say, it's not just a T-Rex skeleton. It's a $25 million, completely intact, real T-Rex skeleton. What about uh, what about a meteorite pistol? I'd take it. Become the envy of everyone at your local NRA chapter when you show up toting these meteorite pistols. These twin 1911 handguns are made from the Gibeon meteorite that crashed into Earth 4.5 billion years ago, and it's only $4.5 million. Can't beat that. Not too bad, right? How about a bulletproof ground stealth fighter? I like the sound of that already. If Batman had an SUV, the Carlman King bulletproof ground stealth fighter would be it. The all-black 4x4 monster boasts a 6.8-liter V10, while the exterior is covered in carbon fiber and sheet metal slabs to make this vehicle a street-legal urban tank. Sounds pretty badass. Wasn't it? What was the name of the, the urban assault vehicle? In uh, wasn't it the urban assault? It was the urban assault vehicle in, in stripes? Uh, stripes, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I'm seeing a, a nine million dollar 1967 Ferrari Tomasina two. Ooh. Now uh, I'm looking at a picture of it. It's very stylish. Very, uh, it's a very sassy little car. But it's a 1967. You know, you're never going to get that uh, that vehicle in, uh, to pass inspection. It's not going to have any. Any navigation equipment on it, uh, you know, it's going to drive like an old, like every other 1967 overpriced sports car. Do yeah. I want it? Do I want something like that? No. Yes. Yeah. You no, do. I don't. You not, got the money to do it. Why I'd rather not? buy a brand new Ferrari. How about the? You- got all the safety features. All the uh, I got. I got the missing. That probably just comes with like an AM radio on it. Yeah. Who's listening to that? It's probably updated. I don't know that to be true. How about the uh, U-boat personal submarine? I'm not a big fan of, like, the underwater stuff. <clears throat> I'm fascinated by it, but I don't want to have to own it. Well, I'd pay somebody to go use it. You know, they always they it. always say that the two most uh, happiest days of your life are the day you buy your $2.3 billion <laughs> submarine and, and the, the very day, day you, you sell, sell it. it. It's $2.3 million. I'm getting lower. I'm getting lower in the prices here as I go Is along. this the, uh, the, the uh, Megaloo submarine super yacht? Uh, no, no, this is the U-Boat Works personal submarine. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not... Uh, You're mixing up your submarine. I'm not looking now. at the cheap stuff yet. Yeah, they got, uh, ooh, original moon landing video recording. Please. $2 million. Listen, you can see that on YouTube for free. I was going to say, why would you need to have the original... I, I, don't, I, I don't understand how some people collect things. You know, like you mean like uh, certain like, like precious moment figurines and yadros. Well, like items like that. Like, what can you do with that other than to just say, "I own this"? That's what it is. It's I the status this. of owning something like that. That's like that uh, Martin Shkreli with that uh, Wu Tang Land. Uh, yeah, there was only one copy, and he got it. Wu Tang Clan. You know what? I named my Wi-Fi Wu Tang Land. That's. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about I like that? that. That's pretty funny, isn't it? 
Uh, how about uh, a six-foot-tall McKellen whiskey bottle for only uh, almost $2 million? That would be kind of cool. Okay. So, all right. All right. Hold on. Now I found something I kind of like. Mm-hmm. This is a recreation. Okay. This 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 thing is going to cost me $2.8 million, which I could easily afford, uh, even if I take the cash value of $483 from uh, Mega Millions. The real-life Flintstone house. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Live like a modern Stone Age family by moving into this lavish, real-life Flintstone-inspired house designed in 1976 as Hillsborough home boasts multiple domes that were built by spraying uh, shotcrete onto steel rebar and mesh frames over inflated aeronautical balloons. This sounds like the ultimate papier-mâché project. And yet I'm looking at it now. It's a sweet, sweet crib. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, no. Very spacious, cozy in its own way. I want my own island. Horse Sand Fort Island for only a million bucks. You could afford that. If you got deep pockets and value your privacy, the Horse Sand Fort Island is for you. Originally constructed by the British for military purposes, this 100,000 square foot fixer upper yeah, is no. now ready to be completely renovated. That is not something I'm going to do. <clears throat> Buy an island out in the middle of the uh, English Channel. Yeah. I got a 1.7 uh, RV with onboard garage. That's uh, certainly an upgrade from what I got in, in Vermont. That's a huge upgrade, in fact. That's, yeah, that's what, twice the size of what you got going on? Yeah, I can't fit my car in the uh, in the camper. Okay, the James Bond submarine car. I'm not a big fan of the submarines, but I would buy this. For only $762,000, you can explore the depths of the ocean with the iconic piece of cinema history with this fully functional Lotus uh, E-Spirit submarine. Mm-hmm. Featured in the James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me, this highly de- uh, desired aquatic automobile will be going up for auction soon. Wow. You could buy that. All right. I've, uh, you know, we're talking about a bunch of stupid things that none of us would buy, but I've finally found exactly what I would get. <clears throat> this is a uh, $1.2 million dollar. You ready for this? Yeah. Gold and diamond toilet. Gold and diamond toilet. One of a kind. Decadent throne studded with over 40,000 diamonds. The Guinness World Record setting toilet is made from gold and accented with a white gold and diamond encrusted seat with 334.68 carats of precious stones. It is so uh, 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 breathtaking. That it would be a joy to uh, to relieve yourself on that, that or in be, that. Yes, it'd be a joy. Well, it'd be like uh, being like a king for a day. Because once you once you use it once, then the peasants can use it too. <laughs> That's it. I, I at one point two million dollars, I could buy a bunch. Of, I'll buy you one. All right, I'll get one. Yeah, yeah we'll all have. One. We'll all have gold and diamond toilets. I just bought one at Rocky's Ace Hardware for fourteen ninety nine. Just the seat the other day. It's it a lot cheaper to do it that way. Seven twenty four with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. It's seven twenty six with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. I kind of like the sniper crossbow package too. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. You know what I found uh, on the same page as the uh, gold and diamond toilet? What for one point three million dollars you can get a single roll of gold toilet paper, twenty two karat gold. That's the good stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
See, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know what happens when you run out. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. You're gonna spend another one point three million dollars on a second roll. I would hope this come in a, in a convenient four pack. See, I, I sorted the prices a different way. Uh, Jesus touched my water wine glass. See, get it? You pour wine. You pour wine into it. You yeah. can tell everybody that uh, that Jesus touched it, and that's why you know it was water. But uh, fantastic! Man, look at all the hijinks you could have with oh, nine hundred and forty million dollars. Absolutely. Oh man. Uh, hey, just uh, real quick, if you uh, miss any part of the Bax and Nagel show, I, I how I feel for you. Uh, you can check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest uh, Lou Barlow from Dinosaur Junior, Sebado, and Folk Implosion. Uh, you may remember the uh, the hit uh, Natural One from back in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Lou Barlow. Down. And so uh, you can check that out. Westfield's very own uh, Lou Barlow on uh, Baxi's musical podcast. That's going to be awesome. You're damn right. We have news coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 630, excuse me, 730 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. There is a uh, winter weather advisory in effect, I guess, until about 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, if you're in the higher elevations, you could see some uh, icy conditions. All right. But... Uh, Right here, down uh, down in the lower part of the Viner Valley, it's smooth sailing. For now, but uh, your winter storm headquarters before and after the storm is always going to be Rocky's Ace Hardware. Ooh, I like how you snuck that one in there. Pretty smooth, huh? I did buy a toilet seat from Rocky's the other day. Did you really? My toilet seat broke, like the hinge on it. What, are you going to be a little aggressive on that thing? I was being very aggressive on it, and um, I, uh, I went on uh, New Year's Day. I went down and uh, bought... Bought a brand new toilet seat. Now really? You, you can go from, there's different price levels of the, uh, oh, of the yeah. toilet seat. Oh, I absolutely. I didn't realize how elaborate you can get. The one I got was only fourteen ninety nine, which was uh, efficient for what I needed it for. Now, did you get one of those uh, those toilet seat jobs where uh, you, you know it just slowly closes by itself? It doesn't slam? I hate a slamming toilet seat. Uh, okay, so the... The previous one I had did this like almost like hydraulic like soft landing. Right. So you you put it down and it and it just eases it way back to. This one doesn't really do that. Oh really? I don't know if that's like a a tightening thing or something. Like can you tighten the hinges on those things? I thought you just popped in the the little two little screws and yeah, you probably could piece in there. The ones I don't like are the ones that that don't don't stand up. Oh, you, I you, hate li- those. you lift the lid and it's constantly falling. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how am I supposed to even concentrate yeah. uh, on what I'm trying to do if I'm you know, fiddling with the lid the entire time? The old, the old house that I lived in, there was nothing level about it. Mm-hmm. Like it was built in like 1780. It was the, <laughs> so the whole, you know, even the guy that put the floor in uh, was like uh, cursing because he had to cut every single piece. Oh when yeah, he, when he put the when he put the flooring in. But uh, the house was so unlevel that every toilet seat would crack. Really? In the same exact place. How weird is that? Yeah. It could have been haunted. Yeah, you could have been. Yeah. You know, I never really considered that. A lot of those old historical homes, you know, with the the floor of it's all, you know, Jimmy jammed up. Yeah. That would happen. That would exa- That would absolutely yes. happen. Yes. This is, this is uh, the dangers of uh, toilet seat purchasing. I never really thought of that. Chicopee police are reminding parents to talk to their children about purchasing toy guns after a disturbance occurred with what appeared to be a real gun on Tuesday. 
afternoon. Officers were called to the center at Chicopee for a report of a disturbance involving a group of juveniles. The investigation revealed that a firearm was possibly involved. A pistol was found on one of the juveniles, however. In an attempt to make the gun look real, the tip was painted black. I see a pistol and I want to paint it black. The uh, party that called 911 did not believe this was a toy. The Chickabee Police Department uh, stated on Facebook, the situation could have ended very differently. Fake guns have become so realistic looking, officers will always prepare like there's a threat unless a person makes it obvious there's no danger. It's a situation that can quickly turn deadly for the person carrying the weapon and the officer. Under federal law, all replica guns sold and manufactured in the country must have an orange tip. Just the tip. Yeah, right. Chickabee police are asking parents who purchase these for their children to have a conversation about the dangers of pointing the toys at people. You know, I remember uh, back in my old college days, you know, there was a shopping mall like right down the street from where the campus was. Yeah. And uh, you'd walk to the mall and they had this great toy store. And uh, one of the things they were selling, this is again like 1987, 88, uh, were these uh, battery powered Uzis. Water Uzis. I had. I didn't have one. A friend of mine had one. Well, the thing is, it looked just like a machine gun. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. If you didn't know, you'd never know. Yeah. So what we would do is, you know, you know, the first day you bring them, uh, you know, back to the house or uh, to the apartment or whatever, you know, you're you're shooting everybody with the water. Yeah. But then, you know, we were uh, all like-minded college students, so we would take the water to, uh, a compartment out, right? Uh, the the water uh, tank, and then there was like a little tube. And what you would do is you take that tube and you put it into a bottle like 151. And then you'd start mixing cocktails right into people's mouths. Oh, there you go. See I mean, the ingenuity of a college student. That's yeah. you, People want to know how it took five and a half years to graduate college. That's why. That was why. That's pretty awesome. It was. We also had, I think I told you this before. We had uh, one of my roommates, she worked for an optometrist, and they were moving their office out of that mall to another location, and she comes back uh, home one day, she says, would any of you guys like the chair in the optometrist's office? And we're all like, how quickly can we say hell yes? Because we thought, can you imagine mixing cocktails with the Uzi in your mouth on a hydraulic lifted chair. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we had that. Speaking of chairs, uh, Chris Marion had in his studio, he had uh, the barber chair. I think that's pretty neat. Yes, it's exactly what I'm talking about. I want a barber chair in my house. That would be so comfortable. Yeah. It really would. You know, uh, how many times have you sat down in a barber chair and go, wow, this is pretty comfortable. I wish I had one of these at my house. I know. Without everybody else's hair on it. Yeah, oh, no, you'd wipe the, I mean, you'd have to clean, you'd have to de-hair the, the, the chair. But, I mean, still, how cool would that be? We, uh, I remember when super soakers became a big thing. Yes. That was, like, back in the mid-90s. With the pumping action? It, it wasn't the pump action. Well, yeah, I guess it was a pump action thing. You yeah. pumped it up so it had so much air pressure in it that it would just completely annihilate whoever you sprayed with it. Yeah, right. And uh, a, my friend's brother would... He was like a senior in high school, and we were uh, like freshmen. And he would take us around in his car, him and his buddy, and we'd go up to unsuspecting other kids and say, hey, uh, come over here for a second. I want to show you something. And then the kid would walk up to the car, and then he would soak him with the uh, with the water gun. <laughs> yeah. Today, you would be arrested for assault. Sure you would. 
And you do, but yet think about how the fun, how much fun that would be. Yeah, but not the, the getting arrested part would not be the fun part. No, but everything else leading up to uh, would be great. You know, back in the day, it was just kids with hijinks. Now it's <laughs> now it's an arrestable. It's a felony. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, trucks and other commercial vehicles will no longer be able to take a shortcut through a small, controversial street in West Springfield. Town officials are now on the same page to keep Larone Avenue free of potentially dangerous conditions as shortcut linking Elm and Riverdale streets. There are just two houses on the 600-foot-long street, a mini road linking two of the busiest streets in West Springfield. The members of the town council had reportedly received numerous complaints about commercial vehicles creating danger in the area. That is, uh, let's see, Elm Street. Why, why I, I'm looking at, I'm okay. Oh, I think I know where this is. Oh, I see where it does. Yeah. It goes, yeah, it's behind that. Uh, it's like near the center of town. Like, um, like near the, yes. the bank and all that stuff and the post office and whatnot. Like in that area. See, I never. I, I, that's not the one I take. If I if I'm going to Riverdale to Elm, I'm going to go like right by the McDonald's. Yeah, I don't even think about the Larone Avenue. Yeah, I don't. I uh, well, maybe it's easier for trucks. Maybe that's what they're talking about. That's what they say. They don't want commercial vehicles on that road. The one by McDonald's might not be uh, you know completely. Yeah, a I don't good know. Way for a truck to turn down there. Yeah, I don't know, man. But well, the, hey. All the problems they're having in there. What about Schaefer Way? That's between uh, that's between uh, that that the McDonald's and Larone Larone Avenue. Is uh, Schaefer Way any easier? I don't know. Hmm. I guess we'd have to find a West Springfield expert to give us. <sighs> At 11 p.m. last night, uh, the Springfield Fire Department was called to 260 Garvey Street for a car versus house incident. Let me uh, let me just put it to you this way: the house won. <laughs> According to uh, Fire uh, Captain uh, Drew Garrett, Ooh, who's that? I don't know, that's a new one. I believe he is the son of Mr. and Mrs. Garrett. What? No! <laughs> an occupant, that's what Mrs. Garrett would sound like. An occupant was removed from the car and taken to a nearby hospital with non life threatening injuries. No word on what caused the car to crash into a home. Well, the car uh, clearly jumped out in front of the, uh, or the house jumped out in front of the car. Right. You gotta watch it. It's that time of year where uh, you know the weather's a lot warmer. The houses are just roaming all over the place, trying you know, to look for food. I know this is a no-fault state, <laughs> but you have to wonder whether this house was driving erratically or irresponsibly. Uh, one person was injured in a self-inflicted shooting in West Springfield on Wednesday, according to the department. Officers were called to Irving Streets for shots fired incident around 11 p.m. When they arrived, they found a 19-year-old man laying in a common hallway with a gunshot wound in the upper leg. The victim was taken to base tape for treatment where he underwent surgery. No other information about the man's injuries is available at this time. Police say the victim and witnesses were not cooperating with the investigation, but it was determined that the gunshot wound was accidentally self-inflicted. Man, I just shot myself in the <sighs> ding-dong. But was it the ding dong or just the upper the, just the upper thigh? Well, close enough. Anywhere you get near that area, that's scary. I know. That's yeah, they shot Tupac that way. Got him right in the groin. Did they really? Yeah. Are you making that up? No, he was shot on the one. On the many times that. he was shot, I believe one time he was shot in the groin. I he had, went from a two pack to a one pack. Oh, 
is it? Did you do that just to make the joke? Or you no, I, I, I just made that up on the spot. Oh, good for you. Look at you with the comedy chops this morning. <laughs> and yet you'll be the one <clears throat> to do the joke of the day next week. Well, I'm the most qualified of the two of us. Yes, you are. A uh, hearing to discuss a proposed addition to Walmart was postponed at the request of the owners who asked for more time to address their questions brought up by the Chicopee City staff. The planning board was scheduled to hold a hearing on Thursday. Members voted unanimously at the meeting to delay it to February 2nd. Walmart is seeking approval to build a 6,300-square-foot addition to its Memorial Drive store and do some uh, restriping and making other parking lot changes to improve merchandise pickup area for the store. What are they looking to add over there? Uh, While the addition is not a major change, residents who live near the store have been complaining for years about problems with excessive trash and police calls to Walmart. Uh, but they don't explain. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story right That's there. That's it? Yeah. The end of the story is residents who live near the store have been complaining for years about the problems with excessive trash and police calls to the Walmart. That doesn't explain anything of what you want to put there. Right. They already have a garden center and an auto center and all that stuff. They got the, I don't, you know, you have to... Haven't been to the Chicopee one in a long time. They've got a, a grocery store in there, too? Yeah. that's the. They're it's a, a super duty. Walmart. Super Walmart? Yeah. You know, I, I, I over the uh, over the holiday break, I had to go to a Walmart early in the morning, like really early in the morning. Yeah, and uh, and I don't want to really get into the, the reasons why, but I but there were I couldn't believe how many people there were that early at at the Walmart in Springfield on Boston Road. Well, what day was it? <sighs> like, yeah, it, it was early, it was late last late. Late After in the Christmas, week, before Christmas, before Christmas. Oh yeah, before Christmas, people are trying to go get their shopping done. That, that that makes sense. But it was like, I mean, it was just mobbed. Yeah, because people would do their last minute Christmas shopping. Some people don't get paid until the week of Christmas. I guess. But man, it was just like it was just absolutely booming you that go, early in the morning. If you go like uh, most of the time, holidays aside, but most of the time you go like now. Yeah. Eh, now it's not too busy over there. I could be that Google thing that says, not too busy. You could. There's more traffic coming at 5 p.m. when everybody gets out of work. Yeah. I, I mean, we had, a, I, it was like an emergency thing I had to do. I like I had to go. I had to get out a new Walmart, had it. And so I went all the way out to Boston Road and boom, took me no time to, to self checkout. But I just, I mean, I just couldn't believe. Cause I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I just don't think of, you know, Walmart customers waking up super early but again early bird the, catching the walmart if worm if it's before if it's before what kind of worm do you catch at walmart usually the one that's at the bottom of the bottle the one you got to go get a prescription for at the doctor that's what kind of worm you catching over there pal uh your pioneer valley forecast today going to be a mix of uh, ice and rain depending on where you are in the pioneer valley and a high of 38 Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. In honor of National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. It's Classic Rock at 7.50. And Stevie Nicks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, rainy, icy if you're in the higher elevations. High of 38 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It is 36 in downtown Springfield. Uh, open line Friday coming up in just a few minutes, so uh, prepare yourself for that. Yes, but now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Meow, 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 meow. 
Remember the uh, Seinfeld episode where George was trying to put the dollar in the machine and all that stuff, and he couldn't get the uh, the, the the candy bar to come out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what would you do with this situation? You see three bags of white cheddar popcorn already dangling in the vending machine. Do you figure that three people already got ripped off and move on, or do you think it's about time the machine pays out fourfold for you, my friend? Well, I would go. Uh, Lean towards option two. Uh, a guy posted what happened when he tried going for it and going for it. Listen how it ended. Gotta try, right? I'm either gonna get three or I'm gonna get none. See three. See what happens. You've gotta be kidding me. I mean, at this point, it can't possibly go any higher, right? It's already touching the one, two, three, four, five. It's gotta. I'm doing it again. Here we go. See three. <sighs> This is absolutely maddening. I'm going to do one more C3. There's no way it doesn't drop in this one, right? All right, everybody. This is it. This is for all the marbles. Here we go. C3. Go. Drop. <gasps> they all dropped. So that's like, what, six? Six bags trapped against the window on the last attempt. They all dropped. That's fantastic. So what? You paid three bucks. For six dollars worth of uh, of popcorn, so I guess you're saving some money. I mean, you are. I mean, you are kind of saving a little bit because you're getting you know all that extra that you didn't pay for. Yeah, that's true. I love when that happens. I mean, you get that lucky and two things fall out at once. That's so awesome. Clip number two. Did I? Uh, didn't I just say to you yesterday we don't do enough stories about Diane Keaton? Yes, we don't do enough stories about Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton turned seventy-seven yesterday and celebrated by posting a video with her quirky sense of humor. It shows a series of birthday cakes while she sings "Happy Birthday to You" to herself. <clears throat> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Diane. Happy birthday to me. Oh, stop. (laughs) One of her great grandkids show her how to use a phone in a video. Hey, Grandma, you you can record yourself on this thing. Oh, we only used to do it in the studio, honey. Oh, this is... I was just saying the other day how I really wish I could be more self-indulgent. Uh, uh, clip number three. Two men in Washington State are accused of targeting four substations just to commit a robbery. Matthew Greenwood and Jeremy Crahan are being blamed by the FBI after analyzing their phone records. Here is the United States Attorney Nick Brown talking about how these types of attacks on power stations are becoming more and more common. There is a heightened concern, certainly in this area of the Northwest, to be on guard for these sorts of attacks. We've seen it in some similar attacks here uh, last year, also down in Oregon. I don't know if there's any connection between any of those incidents, but to see an increase in those overall attacks, it, it has our attention. Do you remember all, like, after 9-11, everybody was worried, oh, my God, let's protect everything, the gas lines, the mm-hmm. power infra- infrastructure. Here we are 21 years later, and we still don't <laughs> People are still blowing up substations. Like, this is a new thing now. We just, uh, we don't really do a very good job of protecting ourselves from anything. There's always something else they'll go after. No, but for all the hype that you hear from the government saying that they're protecting you by putting in TSA agents, an abundant amount of TSA agents at a gate right. to for them to not catch weapons, because that happens every year, too.
You know, it's it's like, where's the fail set? Where's your security for all these things that we were supposed to have security for? Damn you, government. I feel like this is a uh, What's Bothering Barry segment. Now. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a gross prank, if it's real. Ready? Yep. Some TikToker posted a video where she asks her guy to take his temperature, and then she shoves a pro- positive pregnancy test stick into his mouth. Ew. Honey, can I check your temperature? Oh, under your tongue? Yeah. Here, put your tongue down. All right. Okay, what does it say? Ah! You're pregnant? Uh, Why does this thing taste so terrible? Uh, you do know what you got to You do know what you got to do in order to take the pregnancy test, right? Yes. You, you have, have to, to expel on it. Exactly. I don't want that in my mouth. Yeah, did I wonder if he went uh Oh, did you just have asparagus by the way? <laughs> I hate when it makes your pregnancy test smell funny cuz you know that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. It is gross. The whole thing is gross. Aren't you glad we did all that? I really am very happy. And that's now here this at 756 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, great news. Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills is allegedly conscious, responsive, and is communicating after suffering a cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football. The first thing out of his mouth when he regained consciousness, did we win? Yeah, well, about that. Here's my question. How do you tell a guy who's had a major cardiac event on national television, who was placed under a medically induced coma, who's facing a long medical rehabilitation, that the game was suspended because of him? And how do you tell him that the NFL has decided not to reschedule the game and haven't ruled a no contest. On the other hand, if I were DeMar Hanlon, my first question would be, am I okay? See, that's the difference between a guy like him and a guy like me. I would have been selfishly fixated on my own problems. This guy's more concerned with the final score and the direct impact it would have on the postseason. Now, as it turns out, the NFL has decided not to reschedule the game against Cincinnati. Instead, the Bills will host the Patriots on Sunday as planned, but in doing so, the league is considering playing the AFC title game at a neutral site to avoid any home field discrepancies that a cancellation would cause. Now, do you want to be the one to explain that to DeMar Hamlin, uh, Hamlin as he's just regaining consciousness? I certainly don't. I can barely explain it to you people. Either way, the league still has yet to approve the plan and no, the neutral sites have not yet been determined. All of that could happen today pending a vote by the owners later this morning. Look, how they schedule this thing isn't really the important thing here. The real story is that DeMar Hamlin is making some great strides over the last 24 hours. That's what everyone should be focusing on. Where are the Bills going to play in the AFC title game? Well, you got to get there first, then you can decide where you're going to play. So until that happens, I'll be rooting for the doctors and the nurses to provide DeMar Hamlin with the medical care that, he, that he'll need to make a full recovery. I won't be focused on so much on who the Bills will be facing in the postseason because for that, I really don't care that much. But hey, the Vermont Yappin Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Let's talk snowblowers. You're going with an errands or an Ego? Either way, go to Rocky's. Got an Ego battery-powered snowblower or an errands, the king of snow. Rockies is your winter storm headquarters before and after the storm. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 808 in Hart on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be rainy and icy, depending on where you are in the Pioneer Valley. High of 38 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live Friday! That is the number for Open Line Friday. I'm going to warn you. You're going to keep your filthy language off this damn show. Call the one across the hall, but not this show. And also keep your hate speech to yourself. Again, take that across the hall with you. If there's anything filthy going on over there, pretty sure it's not. Suggest that. But I'm just saying, just don't bring it here. While we're waiting, uh, reading the story about Grammy winning recording engineer Mark Capps. Yeah. Was killed by a Nashville SWAT team during an attempted arrest. Well, that's a sad thing. It is a sad thing. But what was, uh, what was he doing that required a SWAT team? Well, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out. But um, either way, I mean, what, what a hell of a way to wake up in the morning. Yeah, no kidding. Woken up by a SWAT team with a battering 3 ram. 3 a.m. Oh. They do it at 3 a.m. Dudes, I'm trying to sleep. All right, the phones are uh, blowing up here. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Mike Jones, bitch. I'm back. Okay, great. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Jim. Hey, Bats, I got kicked out of the park yesterday for putting the squirrels by their their height. <laughs> I was critter-sizing. Oh, critter-sizing. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, terrific. Have a nice day. Hey, you All too. Right. Uh, Rock, oh, come on now. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Vex. This is Hawkman talking. It's the Hawkman. Hawkman. What's up, Hawkman? Hey, I... Am I live, you guys? You are live. Yeah. You're on the air. Yeah, Bex, you have a lot of explaining to do, buddy. what I do? You ruined my Christmas, and I do not know why. I didn't ruin anything. <laughs> what are you talking and about? You ru- and you ruined Jenny's Christmas, and I have all the messages to show Nago that you knew a week before I sent you something at the studio that it was for Jenny, not for you to open, and you said, okay, good, I'll give it to her. Yeah. But you, self- you selfishly opened it and said, <laughs> and that morning I told you. All right. Hold on a second. Back up here just a, just a second, okay? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. You have any idea how many packages I receive here at the at Rock 102 every week? Tons. Loads. There was nothing on that package that said that it was from you or it was to my wife. It just said my name and the address. I opened it up. It wasn't set in a, in a separate package. It was just the gift in an envelope. That's all it was. It's not me that ruined Christmas. You ruined your own Christmas. Oh, oh. like what Jenny said. Yeah. When you get something in the mail at the studio, you just go ahead, open everything up like it's all yours. <laughs> You, I just, I just wonder—is it because I'm a Raiders? But see, you really didn't hurt me. You hurt your own wife. No, I didn't hurt. I didn't hurt anything. And I can hear your mom laughing her ass off in the background. Listen here, Sonny boy. The way it works out is, if you were gonna send a gift, you should have pre-wrapped it and then sent it. But you didn't. You didn't, did you? You set me up for this. That would have been my job. Oh, all right, Marcy, it's your fault. I'm gonna put all the blame on you. 
So like back up, you beep, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> I specifically told you that morning, you're getting something in the mail. Do not open it. You said, okay, yeah, I will not but it's, open it. Steve, I got, I got like five, I got five uh, you know, packages that day. Was I supposed to not open up any of them? No, you check with your wife. Maybe she ordered something for you. She didn't want you to know. So you, you just go ahead. Uh, why listen, you just open up these listen, we could we could spend there. hours trying to dissect this situation. Trust me when I tell you I wouldn't intentionally trying to ru- ruin Christmas for you, my wife, or anybody else. You see what just happened here? What? You, well, just, get, you just got your ass kicked by a guy in a wheelchair <laughs> and his mom. <laughs> Well, because you won't tell me, I guess, where you live. Like, I'm actually going to be able to show up and shock you or see when you come home. I would have sent you to your house, but whatever, sir, mister. Here's the the grouch. Everything's for me, but (laughs) Merry Christmas, (laughs) man. Mr. Nagel, I hope you have a wonderful year. Thank you very much, Steve. I I appreciate that. This is turning around. I hope you have a wonderful year as well. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Rock 102, (laughs) good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. All right, uh, I'm giving up. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Yes, hi. This is Ryan. I wanted to tell a quick joke. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, I didn't know if you heard what happened to the Energizer Bunny. He got arrested for battery. <laughs> All right. That it was. That was a good one. Thanks that, for that's, that, that was good. All right, here we go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. I'm uh, Dylan from where? Dylan from where? Yep. All right, Dylan. What's up with uh, Barry, Barry Krieger and Steve Nagel walk into the X room at the Mardi Gras the other night? You saw me and Barry Krieger <laughs> walk into the what room at the Mardi Gras? The X room. The, the X know. room, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I. Okay. All right. Well, that's. Well, I don't even know what that means. I. I. I believe that's the all gentlemen's area of the all gentlemen's club. Oh, yeah. I see what it is. believe that's it. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, boys. It's Vince the Plumber. How hey, are you? Good, Vince. How are you? Uh, doing another day, man. You know, it's a it's it's a beautiful day out here. You know, we're we're above the ground, so that's all that matters. You know, I agree with that. Yeah. So uh, no, I had nothing else exciting to say today. Oh, well, well, thanks for calling. Morning, you know. Happy New Year. Throw, me, throw my name out there. Let me tell you something, Vince. This is the yeah. year. You know, everyone's yeah. going to say, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Here's mine. Oh, yeah. I'm going yeah. for the black pepper cheese this year. Yes. Oh, my God. You remember the black pepper cheese. It's oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. <laughs> this is the, this is the uh, year. Enough pussyfooting uh, around. I'm having the black pepper yeah. cheese. Dude, get over to Table and Vine in West Springfield. Get, yeah. That big Y store, you know? Yep. I would value. I would pick it up for him, but I'd probably eat it. Then you pick up two. for real. Yeah, there you go. All right, Vince. (laughs) Have yourself a great New Year. All right, there you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Tony from South Adler. Hey, Tony, what's up? Not much. I just wanted to say I hope you have a good day, and uh, I hope you have a good weekend. I appreciate hearing you guys in the morning. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate that. Complimentary phone call. Very nice. Thank you. And same to you, by the way. Thank you very you much. Have a good one. All right. There you go. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? You talking to me? Hey, there hey, we go. First up? one of 2023. What's up? Hey, this is Cookie Man Rambo there. I, uh, 
I got a uh, sad, sad, kind of a sad thing. I had to call 911 because I thought my wife was dead, you know. And the dispatcher said, uh, what makes you think she's dead? I said, well, <laughs> you know, uh, the sex is the same, but the dishes and laundry are backing up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. You know there's something wrong. Yeah, there you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? My Jones, again, from where? Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys. Uh, hey, Taylor Knight. Nothing wrong with Taylor Knight. Nothing wrong with Taylor, Taylor Knight, Knight at all. Taylor Knight at all. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. You guys ever wonder who gets to date these news uh, reporter, uh, these news ladies? I can tell you who doesn't. Only athletes. You and neither you nor us. Right, right. Incredible. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, you talking to me? Hey! hey. Number two for 2023. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm Harry from Kentucky. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that uh, NFL. What they should do is Kansas City played both uh, the Bengals and Buffalo, and the, all three teams played each other. Just If you're going to cancel one game, just cancel all those and then see who would stop, because those are the top three seeded teams. So that would make a lot of sense to me. But well, anyways... I want you guys to have a crappy day and enjoy your crummy job. Oh, All right. There you go. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, how are you? Good. What's going on? Did you hear about the, uh, you hear the magazine stores going out of business? No. Way too many issues, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Uh, let's see here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, this is Kelly from Chickabee. Hey, hey Kelly, what's, what's up? up? I want to thank you guys for starting my day off every day. I just have so many laughs in the morning, and I want to thank you. Yeah, well, oh. thank you very much for, for noticing. Are you sure you're up. calling the right radio show? I absolutely am, Rock 102. There you oh, go. Oh, hey. That's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, back. It's back since Steve. All right. All right, thank you. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan, what's on your mind? I want to know what's going on with Nango and his uh, magnetic fishing. I haven't really done much of it because I lost two magnets along you, the way. You did? Yeah, I got them stuck. They were stuck on. I must have hit. I must have hit the big one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, twice in the same spot, I lost it. And this Where is like, was that? It was uh, in the uh, Chickabee River. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. They're gone. And these are not uh, inexpensive magnets. No, they're not very cheap at all. You yeah. Gotta, you know, they're probably 50 bucks each. <laughs> I know. I lost 100 bucks sitting in the wow. Chickabee River. Oh, so much for your millions. Oh, well. <laughs> next, maybe next. Man, well, what's my next venture? Yeah. Come up with a new hobby. Thanks for the call. Appreciate well, it. Uh, ooh, sorry oh, about that. Say something. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on with you? It's, uh, Matt from Chicopee. Hey, I I gotta tell you guys, I had a big problem this morning. I went to go change my Wi-Fi password, and naturally, first thing I thought of was, uh, you know, use the password of Max uh, and Steve. Mm -hmm. You know what it said? What? That your password's too weak. Oh <laughs> man! Well, you know, are, are you really that surprised? Oh, I was very. surprised. When your router hey, speaks also, the truth. <laughs> well, hey, also, another 
question while I was thinking about that is, uh, you know, you know that, that uh, Van Morrison song, Brown Eyed Girl? Yeah. You think he wrote that song about a girl with brown eyes or a girl that he was chasing after with a brown eye? Well, uh, you know, those are the kinds of mysteries you'd have to ask him yourself. <laughs> Weren't they slipping and sliding <laughs> all behind the stadium? <laughs> A little uphill gardening. He was. He was. He was a good uphill gardener. That Van Morrison. <laughs> Take it easy, gentlemen. Just right, make thanks. sure you go in the back door and paint the fence white on the way out. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's enough. What up, two? Good morning. Who's this? Uh, uh, All right. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? You guys never talk about John O'Brien anymore. I thought I heard he might be doing his own show or any chance of him coming back with you guys. No, he's not coming back. No? No, he's not. No, no, it's, just, it's just weird you guys never talk about him, how he's doing and stuff. No, because there was, uh, listen, uh, just, uh, let's just get this out of the way, okay? Okay. There was an issue going on with him and the company. It had nothing to do with us. We can't talk about it. That's pretty much it. And That's the, it. And the people that keep calling up and asking us to, to get more information out of, we don't have any more there's nothing. There's nothing to tell. There's nothing to well, tell. Had nothing to do with us. Cancer. I didn't know if it was a cancer thing. Mm. That not like you had bad blood with you guys. No, it has <laughs> nothing to do with us at all. But it's, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, out, I mean, it's out of our hands. Close. There you go. That's too bad. All right, man. Thanks. All right. All right thank you. All right. One more to save this. Rock 102. <laughs> good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Tommy from Enfield. Hey, what's up, Tommy, Tommy, what's up? I have one for the magnet fishing. Just go grab a piece of cheap metal, throw it where you dropped your magnets, grab your magnets back, put yeah. them online for sale, and sell them to somebody who might be stupid enough to go magnet fishing. It was a raging waterfall. I couldn't go in there. Get it. <laughs> oh, Oh, with a heavy piece of metal, I'm sure those magnets could be retrieved and you could sell them online. No, I Good bet luck. you they could, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much well, take, for the call. Take one more. Right, one more here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, man. This is Ed from Newington. Hey, Ed from What's Newington. up? What's up, man? Hey, man. I just got to tell you guys, you guys rock, man. And you know what? I got a couple of things I want to share with y'all. You shared it a good bit the other day. Uh, man, this whole thing with the NFL and the whole entire thing with uh, this poor guy going through what he's going through, man. I mean, yeah, honestly, I would say the it just not needs to be scrapped. It just needs to be scrapped. Well, it, it sounds like that's exactly what they're going to wind up doing. And, you know, but yet the Bills are still going to play the Patriots. But, but, you know, they only post they only got rid of the game because they were under pressure by people. I bet you the NFL would have went on with that game if there was no opposition to I, that I, decision. I, I do kind of wonder whether the cha- where the decisions would have been different if this were like week five or six yeah. as opposed to week 17. That I don't know. Back. Yeah. Not Back. sure. Yeah. But you know what? You know what the other thing is? Patriots are still going to try to stomp something out. I mean, backs. I mean, I don't mean to jerk your chain a little bit, man, but, you know, unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers ain't really making nothing. Nor is the Tennessee Titans, really. Either. Oh, my. Well, this man. conversation took a nasty turn. Man, you just made a cheesehead hey, milk. Man, I just got to show the love. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you from a long distance you, away. You know what you just did, sir? You made <laughs> a, a grilled. Long distance. You made, you made a grilled cheesehead sandwich, <laughs> and you ate it for breakfast. <laughs> and then you spit it back in his face. 
Good but for you. You know what? I still will show you the love, even though the Packers are not making it. Yeah. Nowhere near the, the playoffs. Well, brother, nor is the Tennessee Titans. And you know what? There's that nasty grilled cheese sandwich for the both. Yeah, there you there go. You now, go. I guess we're even, Steven. There All you right. go. Thanks for the call. We appreciate even it. Even, Steven. Right. Hey, man, I love you guys. You rock. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. Have a good weekend. It's <laughs> There you go. Yeah, and that's that's been very successful. That is not a bad wasn't open a bad line Friday. I don't understand the uh, the mentality of grown men calling in and just saying a name and then hanging up. I don't really understand that. What, where's the fun in that? He's having the time at, of his life. At least say something funny. He's he's still laughing about it right now. He yeah, did but it if, twice. But if, but if you could have like something that you could say that was funny for a couple of seconds, then that's fine. But if you're not... Well, think about how far you and I have come without making anything funny. Yeah, that's true. We do it every day. It's 825 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 827 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. A mix of rain and ice, depending on where you are in the Pioneer Valley today. 38 for a high tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. Uh, Next week, Marty Caproni is going to be joining us. Next Uh, Friday, yes. Next Friday. Also, uh, Cohen, maybe Zolak, uh, perhaps. Other things, too. But that's uh, And the joke of the day returns next week. Okay. Um... I have a question about Three Kings Day. Do you want me to ask this now or when we get into the news? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, what uh, what uh, what's got you perplexed? Uh, what Three Kings Day actually is? I thought Three Kings Day was the day that the three wise men arrived in uh, Bethlehem to finally see the baby Jesus and bring him the gifts of the frankincense <clears throat> and myrrh. Well, actually, Steve, this really uh, celebrates the uh, the epiphany. Of uh, of Jesus, where the three kings uh, allegedly, uh, you know, came before uh, the baby Jesus and uh, saw their shadow, and then there were six more weeks of winter. All right. Well, then twenty two news has it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 20, I'm reading the story on twenty two news. Friday marks three kings day. Many children all over the world woke up to gifts from the three wise men. Three Kings Day is a really significant holiday because it's very similar to Christmas. The three kings ride their camels across the world to deliver gifts to children. When did that happen? I don't ever remember hearing that at all. Well, I mean, it's uh, probably not something that happens here, but uh, yeah, maybe in some countries they make a big uh, a big to do out of it. I mean, it seems to me all the children of the world just uh, received presents uh, from uh, from uh, Santa Claus. What you just said. Typically, children give and receive gifts on Three Kings Day in some parts of the world, primarily in Spain. Children also uh, leave their shoes by the door so the Three Kings will come in at night and fill their shoes with small gifts, just like on St. Nicholas Day, which would be Christmas. No, St. Nicholas Day is actually early December. What? Yes. All right. That Who's is making up all these rules. You know what? Uh, the many cultures of the earth, Steve, have their different traditions. That's what separates uh, them from us. And uh, oftentimes it is based upon a liturgical calendar. And I would love to sit here and talk about everything involved with the Epiphany, but frankly, we don't have the time. Well, I went to those uh, all those CCD classes, and they told me that the the three wise men showed up on the sixth. No, no, no. They showed up after the birth of Jesus. Yeah, on the sixth. He was born on the twenty fifth. Right, they showed up on the 6th. Well, but boy, did they get That's lost. after the birth of Jesus. Oh, I thought you are talking about December 6th, would have, which no, would have no, been uh, no, St. Nicholas no, Day. No, 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 uh, no, you're no. De- you're dealing with, you're, are you dealing with the Gregorian calendar? 
And it's a wonder how I didn't know Harrisburg was the capital of Pennsylvania. It's 8.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here. Just about 8.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. I, I'm still perplexed by that. Three Kings Day is where the three... I don't remember uh, hearing the story about the three wise men going around... Uh, eating cookies and drinking milk and uh, putting gifts in uh, kids' shoes. <clears throat> well, you know, uh, it is a you know it, it is a popular tradition, like you said, in countries like Spain and uh, in other areas of the world. Uh, you know how they celebrate it uh, is a mystery. That's what uh, that's what makes uh, the Epiphany such an important part of the liturgical calendar. Where are you reading that from? I'm at top of my head. <clears throat> that's off the top of your head. Yes, that's right. Top of your head because you were just reading it off somewhere? No, I'm making it up. I mean, I, oh, I, I really have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. I don't know if you ever uh, run into that with me, but sometimes I kind of uh, speak more than I should. That's <laughs> uh, what I do that. here. Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno has been advocating for bail reform for several years and is starting 2023 with a request for the legislature. Sarno sent a letter Thursday to State Rep. Angelo Pupolo for uh, requesting him to refile the bail reform legislation. Pupolo is also an advocate of the effort, has been filing the bail reform legislation called an act relative to the Commonwealth's right to appeal bail decisions since 2015. The original legislation was introduced as a result of repeat violent criminal offenders being let off at arraignments with low bail and returning to, to communities to commit more crimes. The bill would allow prosecutors to appeal bail decisions, much like criminal attorneys do for their clients. Opponents say the proposed law would give prosecutors too much power and keep people in jail for long terms before a trial, especially low-income persons who can't make bail. It's nice to know that Dom put his best man on the job, Angelo Pupolo. You see the mayor calling up uh, Ange and say, hey, you know what? You're not doing very much. How about doing this? And Angelo saying, like, you're right. I'm not doing very much. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll uh, I'll resubmit some legislation. I'll do I got no problem. I'll do that for you, Dom Dom. They both sound exactly the same. Angelo uh, Bubolo, Dom Dom. <laughs> you can't tell the difference. Well, I mean, no disrespect to Angelo. I like Angelo, but uh, you know, when it comes to kicking ass, I think the mayor does a little bit more ass kickery than maybe anybody else. That's right. I killed two stones with one bird. <laughs> Did you know that? I had no idea. Are you sure? Uh, no, I didn't know. You know, uh, one time I went to the Virgin Islands. Yeah? They're just called the islands now. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I'm sure it does. And I never, ever dial the wrong number. You answer the wrong phone <laughs> is what happens. I just got some clarification on uh, the Three Kings Day. Mm -hmm. This is from a guy named Junior, which, as far as I'm concerned, that's good enough for me. Uh, he says he has celebrated Three Kings Day ever since he was born. It's almost like Christmas, and a lot of people within the Spanish Puerto Rican cultures practice this quite often. So this is uh, what they do. Now, you and I are neither uh, Spanish uh, nor Puerto Rican, although I do have some uh, Portuguese uh, you know, uh, heritage of my blood mm -hmm. <clears throat> from the Azores. I don't know if we don't uh, celebrate that at all, but uh, but uh, yeah, it, the Three Kings Day is a real is a real thing. I had no the idea. Real celebration tied with the Epiphany. You, I go through my whole life and I don't realize that things have always been this way, but I just didn't pay attention to it. You know what you got, Steve? You got like cultural tunnel vision. 
Like you look at the at things <laughs> like how you have always celebrated it. But you know there there are holidays and celebrations that go on all over the world that we have no idea or any understanding about whatsoever. But they're big deals around the world. Big deals. Big fat thick gigantic deals. You know I once completed Pokemon Go on a landline. <laughs> Which would seem impossible to do. Uh, yeah, it would seem very impossible to do. I never won an Oscar because I'm not acting. <laughs> they give me every other award. You're right. But they won't give me one of those. Uh, you know, I can fly. Really? Yeah, that's because gravity is too scared to make uh, them <laughs> obey the law. But if you're going to disobey the laws of gravity, you better watch out when it comes to your bail hearings. I can speak Japanese in French. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guy I am. A uh, man from Everett pleaded guilty yesterday to a bank robbery at TD Bank in Austin. We're just doing news from around the state now. <laughs> you do some things that are a little bit closer to Boston if you could. Uh, 36-year-old Jamie, well, we tried that for a little while. 36-year-old Jamie Howell pleaded guilty to one count of bank robbery and one count of carrying a firearm in furtherance of a crime of violence. Howell went into TD Bank on February 7th of 2021 with a note in a plastic bag. When he handed the note to the teller, he also made the threat that he had a gun. He threatened customers and showed his firearm. He managed to leave not only with $5,900 in the plastic bag, but with the two customers as well. The two customers walked with Hal for about a block, but managed to get away when he wasn't looking. That would be, see, that's the one that's scary. Mm. It's not the guy walking into the bank saying, hey, I have a gun, put all the money in the bag. You never see a gun. This guy pulls out a gun and then takes two people with him. That would be the scary part. That is kind of scary. Uh, his sentencing is scheduled for May 10th, and he's facing up to 25 years in prison. Well, that's what happens when you F around and you find out. <laughs> Chicopee police are reminding parents to talk to their kids about purchasing toy guns after a disturbance occurred with what appeared to be a real gun on Tuesday. Officers were called to the center at Chicopee for a report of a disturbance involving a group of juveniles. The investigation revealed that a firearm was possibly involved. A pistol was found on one of the juveniles. However... In an attempt to make the gun look real, the tip was painted black. I see a, a pistol and I want to paint it black. The uh, party that called 911 did not believe this was a toy. The Chicopee police stated on their Facebook page, the situation could have ended very differently. Fake guns have become so realistic looking, officers will uh, always prepare like there's a threat unless the person makes it obvious that there is no danger. It's a situation that can turn uh, deadly quickly for the person carrying the weapon and the officer. Under federal law, all replica, replica guns sold and manufactured in the country must have the orange tip. You know, when I think about uh, when I was a kid and how many toy guns I had, mm -hmm. I had a bunch of toy guns that you know could easily pass for cheap, poorly made guns, but still would have passed as a real gun. I had a Planet of the Apes uh, cap pistol. Oh yeah, you know it had like uh, like you know Roddy McDowell on the on the handle, and uh, you know you could put the caps in there, and then you, you like you like you're it's like you're shooting humans. Yeah, you know, in captivity. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it will, I mean, it, but if you had that gun today, you'd say 
I think this guy is trying to shoot at humans with a real gun. You'd never know it was uh, you know, filled with caps. Yeah, that's that's the whole point of them, I, to it, make it look as real as possible. I never, you know, it, as I got older, I always wondered, well, how were we able to play with toys that looked so realistic and no one ever questioned it? Because you didn't have all these problems that you do now. I suppose. People were still using guns, though. I guess so. Didn't have the five-day waiting periods or, or any of those uh, extra laws. I got a question for you. Here's a little topic uh, stirrupper. Ask away. What do you think it'll be like from a, a century from now in the year 2123? Will we finally have flying cars or will we be ruled by robots? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I don't think we'll be ruled by robots. If I'm, uh, if I'm going back to those Planet of the Apes days, yeah. I believe uh, apes will be able to speak English and uh, take us over. Very much like oh. Conquest for the Battle of the Planet of the Apes. And Ricardo Earth. Montalban will be the one that uh, organizes the whole thing. It was Earth all along. You maniac! Yeah. Someone went through old newspaper articles from 1923 to see what experts were predicting back then for 2023. Some of them have come true. For example, constant airline traffic. Unless you're flying Southwest. Ain't <laughs> 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 hey, that the truth? America's population topping 300 million people and being able to talk to someone in real time through your wristwatch. That was always something, that even on the Jetsons, when I saw back in the 80s, you know, the reruns of the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe that could come true. And sure enough, it did. The uh, the wristwatch, uh, you know, you, people with the Apple watches and the, all those other smartwatches. Let me throw this at you. Let's say... That robots, real live robots, okay, could actually do things for us a little bit more so than normal. Like they're more humanized. Mm-hmm. Just like in the Jetsons. Remember Rosie, the yeah. robot? Remember Rosie? The maid? Yeah. Ro- the robot maid? She had that sonar noise when she moved. Yeah, right. What's the point of an apron for a robot? Well, it's to make it look realistic. If she's picking things up, yeah, that's enough. Don't you think? Well, she's going to cover up her rosy parts, too. It's a robot. It still has parts. Not like a Barbie doll where it's just nothing down there. There's a whole uh, robotic system going on. I never it's, f- like a, it's like a delicate electronic rose. <laughs> That's why they call her rosy. Yeah, you maybe you're That's right. how you get rosy palms. You might be right about yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, the ones that haven't happened uh, are a little more fun. You ready? Yes. Uh, this is what people in 1923 predicted would happen 100 years. People will wor- work a max of four hours a day. Well, we do. The uh, headline w- for that one was, no more hard work by 2023. They said electricity would make that all possible. <laughs> yeah, not quite. I'm sorry. Uh, we're actually paying for the electricity bill in order for those other things to happen. Hey, we got a whole population of people that haven't worked four hours in a year. Uh, no ugly people. Well, oh, that's not true. On that one. That's, they that's, thought beauty pageants would become obsolete because it would be almost impossible to choose a winner. Oh, no. We've got, believe you me, uh, 1923, we got plenty of ugly people around here. When, women will paint their teeth black to be fashionable. I see a mola and I want, want to paint it black. Instead, a lot of people uh, whiten their teeth now. That's the, that's the trend. <laughs> Gasoline will be replaced by radio waves. If only. So powering your car by blasting radio waves somehow? I don't know. 
Yeah, radio waves. We're, talk, we're, to, talk about an obsolete miracle yeah. that turned out to hey, be. Hey, we're low on Bax and Nagel. Turn it up. <laughs> well, what do you got in there? We're running Dan Williams. Oh, that's why it's running so slow. Have you seen the price of Bax and Nagel lately? Yeah. Keeps going up since yeah. every day. Yeah. Go with go with a Pat Kelly. It's a little bit cheaper. <laughs> uh, the average life expectancy will be a hundred years old, and another expert said three hundred years old. The average in the U.S. back then was only fifty-seven year old, and now it's seventy-six. So it could eventually become a hundred years old as the median age of when people die. Yeah, but hundred years old—that's. It's pretty old. Well, the oldest living person is set to turn 119 next month. No what, kidding. What do you get for the person who's lived through everything? They're like a fruit of the month club. Yeah, something that's uh, something that you can easily cancel a subscription to. Look, I got you a lifetime supply of, and, you know, put that out in front of them. Flying from Chicago to Germany will only take 18 hours. They were too conservative with that one. It's really half of that time right now. It's nine, nine hours? Nine hour flight. Mm. Cancer will be eradicated. Not yet. Not yet. We're making progress on that one, though. Homes won't have kitchens anymore. That one uh, basically said we'd uh, we'd have ways to make food using, quote, chemical formulas and we wouldn't need to cook. We do have Uber Eats and DoorDash, though. Uh, there is Beyond Meat, too. That is all chemicals. Telepathy will exist. One uh, That one uh, said we'd be able to speak telepathically with babies. That would make things kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Kidney koozies. Like beer koozies, but you keep the, your internal organs warm. Really? No, that would... Uh, isn't that... Like, what would be the benefit of that? Isn't that just a coat? <laughs> isn't that what that is? Don't we already have an internal temperature of like 98 degrees? Well, the video I saw yesterday, speaking of uh, flasks and koozies and things like that. Yeah. There was a woman at uh, one of those, uh, like a polo match. And she's got a pair of binoculars, and all of a sudden the camera swings to her, and she's drinking out of one of the eye holes of the of the binoculars. And I'm like, "That see, yeah, she she got it in there, but she was caught by the TV camera because she couldn't stop sipping on whatever the hell she had inside that flask. That's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah, it's not cool when you get caught with it though. Then they probably no, eject you from the polo man, and they probably uh, you know, take the binoculars away. Probably. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be a mix of rain and ice. Uh, higher higher elevations are going to get the ice. High, high of 38. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 853. And you, too, with Axon Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, rainy today with a high of 38. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. Uh, real quick, uh, the Patriots are taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo this Sunday. You'll hear the pregame starting at uh, 10 o'clock. Kickoff scheduled for 1. Bob Sochi and Scott Zolak will bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. Uh, right here on Rock 102? Yes, that is uh, that is correct. I, uh, I was reading this Daily Mail the other day. Yeah. How do they have all these stories in from the U.S., yet none of the major outlets have them? Um, that's a good question. Maybe because our news gathering organizations usually say what they think they saw rather than what actually happened news wise. And it's all like horrible, horrible things. Uh, like desperate father pleads with his pediatrician ex-wife not to chemically castrate their son 
after she suddenly moved to California from Texas, reveals footage of her raising child as a girl. Uh, yeah, I uh, I did see that story. Legendary mad dog surfer Marcio Fieri, 47, dies surfing at Portugal's treacherous giant wave break after famously conquering Hawaiian monster Jaws. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Dearest, TJ Home. Oh, this is, that's actually a good story. <laughs> but most of these are like, I don't understand how they, the, like, they gather, they get more in depth with stories than anybody from the United States. Because I think this, uh, they actually have reporters there that will actually ask questions and report on news, as opposed to what we've got where they don't really do that. Yes, but it looks tabloidy. Well, it is tab. I mean, the the British press is mostly tabloid type of news. Yeah, I just don't understand how they get all the information in the U.S. I don't know. They got great stories over there. We don't hear about, it. and it's usually a story lifted from this website. If we do have the story about it, well, I mean, you remember, uh, you know, remember years ago with the whole Phoebe Prince story? Yeah, most of that reporting was coming out of Boston. It wasn't coming out of anywhere local, which I never really understood. I mean, I understand why it would be a, a statewide story. I mean, clearly it's an important. It was an important story, but I never figured out. Hey, how come Mass Live isn't covering this in the same way? Because even the people at NBC and CNN and Fox go, you know what? Let's send the big the big kids in from Boston to cover this. Yeah, but we have big kids here too. I just don't know why. Well, we have you know we. You would like to think we have big kids reporting around these these parts too, but um, I mean, well, I mean, it, it's kind of big like, stories require effort and time. But it's probably kind of like any other hierarchy in any other business. You know, somebody comes up with a great idea from the mailroom. Yeah, that person never gets credit for it. It's always the person at the top. So the Boston news outlet is going to get all the uh, the pomp and circumstance over the uh, Anthony D. Lorenzo's of Springfield. You know, Anthony I mean? DiLorenzo is now working in a major city. Because I couldn't think of somebody else. Uh, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> uh, you pick someone who never went anywhere. Uh, Adam Streptrow. There you right? go. Yeah. You say, say, see, Adam Streptrow. He's like, hey, I got this great story about this kid who was bullied. And, and uh, it was all these horrible things that happened to him. Oh, we'll just take that from you, Streptrow. Thank yeah. you so much. Hey, don't you worry about it. You go back to yeah. your weather. And what's the forecast, that. by the way? Yeah, exactly. What's what's uh, what's the what's <laughs> what? the dew point? What do you what do you do? What we're paying you to yeah. do? And then all of a sudden, the next thing, breaking news out of Boston. You know, somebody gets it. It's eight fifty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two.